0: Welcome back guys to the first week of the NFL season where we will be giving you our weekly links for every single position in video form, just like this, why it's going to be going over one position, tower, another, and myself here with you this week with the quarterbacks. Now, if you just want to know who do we have as our top 15 quarterbacks for the week, just hop down in the description, check it out. We're going to the JWE website, jwfantasyfootball.com to find our team's consensus. But if you do do that, Please make sure you like and subscribe. It helps us tremendously. But if you want to stick around and hear a little bit about each player, here we go. Welcome. You're listening to JWB Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. I just want to get started off. This week by getting some honorable mentions out of the way as two QB fires. If you are in two quarterback league guys, you would have been getting outside of the top 24 or just right about it this off season. I'm going to start with Sam Howell against Arizona 24th worst passing defense or the defense against quarterbacks last year and Minnesota for Baker Mayfield was the 28th against quarterbacks. They are 20 and 25 in ECR this week. If you want to hear a little bit more about Sam Howell right up here, you will see Mike fail did a fantastic job breaking out why he likes him a lot this week over some bigger names. And now you can find the one right there where we talk a little bit about that Minnesota matchup there against Tampa Bay with Tim and I on this square scares and prayer segment. Now to get into our top 15, I'm going to start with Anthony Richardson against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who were 23rd against quarterbacks last year, Anthony Richardson is the 16th quarterback in UCR this week. Has an opening matchup in the opening matchup against Jacksonville last year. They happened to beat them 24-0, if you do recall. But hopefully, they can have a little bit of a closer game like they did in the second meeting. However, Matt Matt Ryan threw for nearly 400 yards and three touchdowns on 58 passing attempts—a feat that I have to see before I believe it. That Richardson is capable of putting up the type of a game, but we got a clear indication in the preseason that despite lesser intentional collegiate running for Anthony Richardson, the Colts intend to utilize Richardson's legs, which should be enough to raise the floor for him uh, and his weekly finishes in stretch with no Jonathan Taylor and a limited receiving corpse. Now moving on to quarterback 14. We have Dak Prescott against the New York Giants. We're 16th middle of the pack against quarterbacks last season. Dak Prescott is 12th in ECR. So I'm just a little bit behind on Dak Prescott, mainly because Dak struggled his match against the Giants last year. He finished the quarterback 17 on the week for the game. He got to play against them. Also, since Dak's leg injury, he's just not been the same guy. He doesn't have the same quarterback one floor that he had when he was seeing nearly four rushes per game at over five yards per carry. And since that injury, Dak has been closer to three rushes per game at just 3.5 yards per carry. He's just not the same guy. His total touchdowns have decreased on average by more than four a season. That's just not going to do it, guys. Now, in a new offense without killing more, we expect them to draw back their plays per game. Now, we have to hope the game plan is crafted more towards the Cowboys' strengths, which does look to be in the past game. And that Dak can also reel back a little bit of the turnovers, which was a problem in 2022. Two. we'll have to see how that goes for him now quarterback 13 we have Daniel Jones against Dallas who was 10th against quarterbacks last year in the same matchup the other side of this game Daniel Jones is the quarterback 14 in the ECR for this week and we're just hoping Daniel Jones can improve upon his two lackluster performances against Dallas a year ago where he didn't get over 15 points in either of the games. The Dallas defense just has talent across the entire board, and Dan Jones' talent proved just to be a little bit short to overcome that attack. Now, we have Dan Jones high due to his floor with his rushing, right? We are hoping for the 9 for 79 on the ground he gave us in week three last year. But in addition, we hope Darren Waller, Paris Campbell and Jalen Hyatt can be healthy additions to the passing game. Temper expectations in week one for Danny Dimes, especially if Darren Waller is not going to go. News does did come out today about his hamstring potentially being an issue, and he is in question for week one. Now we're getting into our quarterback ones for the week for your 12-team leagues. We're going to start off with Deshaun Watson versus Cincinnati, who was 30th against quarterbacks last year. Very, very tough matchup for a lot of the weeks. Deshaun Watson is quarterback 13 in the ECR for this week. So I do have him just a spot ahead of where the other experts have him on fantasy pros with a full season to build around Deshaun Watson, to build an offense around Deshaun Watson. I expect so many improvements this year. People who were raid right on Deshaun Watson last year, if you look the last two games, and it was such a small sample size, he finally seemed to come into his own, at least for fantasy, uh, and he did look a b- little bit better on the field. But those early games, it was an offense built around Jacoby Brissett. right? This was a team that had playoff intentions, and they didn't know what was going to be going on with Deshaun Watson. They didn't know if he was going to play the entire year. If you do recall, that suspension and everything around it was just up in the air. So they rolled in with an offense built around Jacoby Brissett, and when Deshaun Watson is ready to go, they just figured we got to give the talent a go. It's really our only chance to compete here and get a run going into the playoffs, but it just did not work out. Now they have a full off season. So I do expect improvements. Cincinnati however, is one of the tougher matchups. As we mentioned a year ago against quarterbacks, expect the rushing to be really, really strong in this one. The hope is Watson can also get in on that action a little bit. As the last time we saw him out there, he was still a pretty mobile quarterback. One of the guys who's going to get you 90 to 100 carries, which will give you a top eight quarterback more often than not. I expect Watson to be quarterback one more, not just as we just mentioned, but week one matchup is just not ideal. Having him at 12 is just a bet on his talent to give you that floor. Now at number 11, I have Trevor Lawrence at Indianapolis, who was 25th against quarterbacks last year. Now Trevor Lawrence is seventh in the ECR, so I'm a little bit behind the ball on this one. And by no means am I telling you to go out and bench Trevor Lawrence. I'm not telling you to do that. If you drafted Trevor Lawrence, you did very high and I have high expectations of Trevor Lawrence in the season. You're going to be playing this guy in matchups. Probably even if you drafted one of the guys I have ahead of him for this week, Simply because you know you banked on Trevor Lawrence. Go out with your studs in week one. Uh, I'm all here for. But in his two games against Indianapolis last year, Lawrence saved the day in two different ways. In the first meeting, he was able to get into the red zone effectively through the air. If you do recall, we talked about it a little earlier, was a shutout they had there against the Colts. Now, in the second matchup, it ended up being a shootout. Now, that's not something we expect this week with Anthony Richardson still having a lot to prove with what he can do through the air. But Lawrence had two rushing touchdowns in that game, which is a really tough thing to predict. I do like Trevor Lawrence's rushing upside season long. It's a sneaky little thing. He might be between six and 80 carries on the ground, but that red zone touchdown upside, he is a guy who likes to run that little that little handoff play action, take it for himself. Now, the Colts' defense may be just good enough to help keep Indianapolis in the game, which is what we want for Lawrence to keep the passing going and for the scoring to be going. Now, my apprehension with Lawrence versus ECR is that this game does end up being lopsided. I do think the Jacksonville could cover this game and cover quite easily. And with that, ETN just might end up being a safe play this week. And Tank Bigsby feels a solid sleeper option in deeper and or dynasty format. So Trevor Lawrence, I still think he's able to get it done as a quarterback one. He did it both matchups last year. I just don't know if he's going to give you that top five matchup that a lot of people would like in other weeks of the season. Now, quarterback 10, moving on. We have Tua Tagovailoa at the Los Angeles Chargers, who are 14th middle of the pack against quarterbacks last you know the ECR has Tua at quarterback nine, so I'm more or less right in line with them. We have the highest over-under of the Sunday slate in this game here against the Chargers, which is why I have both Tua and Herbert ranked very high in this contest. Now, a key difference between the two is my anticipation of the pass rush splits. There's no denying Tua has elite weapons, and yards after the catch may elevate to his day. With the healthy moster, however, I'm tempering red zone expectations. Two is a strong start regardless. Jumping down, we got our quarterback nine on the week. I got Geno Smith against the Los Angeles Rams, who were rather decent against the quarterback last year, 11th. Now, ECR has Geno at eleven, So I am higher than the ECR here for Geno Smith. We love Geno's early season schedule. I'd be more bullish than nine in a soft matchup versus the Rams. However, we know Cooper Cup. I'm just not sure that this will be much of a contest. Honestly, Seattle might just get it done with them. I've risen on Kenneth Walker this week, but I still hold high hopes for Gino, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. They all got to be in your lineup. But you can hold off a week on Jackson. We can see just how healthy he is, just how involved he is. And same thing with Zach Charbonnet. We want to see exactly what that role looks like in week one. I think it'll be very telling, especially in a matchup where if they do go ahead, we'll see how they deploy those two back. Uh, the both backs of the half there was Zach Charbonnet and Kenneth Walker into this one now with the Seahawks implied team total is at 26 which insinuates the 30 touchdown quarterback should see more than one on the day which gives them a good floor. I really like Geno Smith this week. Quarterback nine, I feel like it's very fair. Joe Burrow at quarterback eight at Cleveland, who was 31st against quarterbacks last year. Now, ECR also has Joe Burrow at quarterback eight, which is behind where his ADP was going at quarterback five. So the reason is because we're going to rinse and repeat our concerns we had for Deshaun Watson. Cleveland was also tough against quarterbacks, mainly because Cleveland was so soft against the run. I expect a very big day from Joe Mixon, a guy that we are ahead of consensus on for the entire season. It's a guy that we think could win people leagues, but it's Joe Burrow. And I anticipate this entire division to run over 65 plays per game this year, or at least do their best to Pittsburgh. You can try to keep up. So there should be enough volume towards some elite playmakers to keep Joey a top option. Quarterback seven. I have Kirk Cousins. Now, if you watched at the the video I plugged at the beginning when I said we talked a little bit about Baker Mayfield in his matchup, it was Kirk Cousins segment. The ECR has him at 10 currently where they had him at 12 at the time of that past recording. So everybody is rising a little bit on Kirk Cousins. Now Tampa Bay was middle of the packing as quarterbacks last year, but it's a very favorable matchup for Minnesota. They are favored in this one. Now they have a high implied point total for the Vikings at 26, which is just like what we saw with the Seahawks that we expect the team to score a lot of points have an up-tempo offense with Kevin O'Connell. They were 7th in 2022 in pace of play, which should bring a lot of opportunities. Now, the Tampa Bay defense was 26th to wide receivers and 23rd to quarterbacks in 2022. Strong wide receiver corps on both sides. Expect both defenses to flow through the passing attack. Hopefully, that translates to a big day here for Kirk Cousins. Quarterback 6. Justin Fields versus the green Bay Packers who were ninth against quarterbacks last season, rather strong at the end of the day. Now the ECR has Justin Fields also at six for the week. So this seems to be a common spot. They have it's no su- secret. The fields finishes a top eight quarterback each week from week six to week 16 last year. So we haven't projected right there to start off the year. Why not Now, the rushing may pew back just a little bit with the addition of DJ Moore this offseason. We'll have to see just how much this team opens up, just how much they're willing to pass the ball this year. But if not, remember, 10 to 11 rushing attempts was Fields' 2022 average that will always lead to nice fantasy finishes. Now Fields finished as the quarterback five in the two teams meetings last year against the Green Bay Packers. There's a lot to prove for Fields this year and expect a solid start, at least for fantasy. So let's hope Green Bay's somewhat competitive and Justin Fields is out there doing his thing in a close game. Quarterback five, we got Justin Herbert, as we mentioned, the other side of this game against Miami, who was the 30th, against quarterbacks last year. Now, Justin Herbert is the ECR quarterback five. So are right in line with that. Not much really needs to be said here. It's the crazy matchup we just talked about. So rinse, repeat a lot of that, as we just mentioned. But with the Chargers being the highest implied team point total of the Sunday slate at 27, with every former weapon healthy, And new weapons eager. Expect Kellen Moore-led offense to put up points all throughout 2023. I like him this week as a strong start. Now, quarterback four, we got Lamar Jackson versus Houston, who was 32nd against quarterbacks last year. Somehow, they were the toughest matchup, surprisingly. But that's because the run game destroyed Houston teams got ahead and then just ran the ball. So wide receivers and quarterbacks were pretty much rendered useless against Houston last year, simply because of just how bad Houston was, which gave them a top two pick. So uh, they got what they wanted out of it. I really like J.K. Dobbins in this matchup. I think it's a strong game to him, start his season strong. But the one way for quarterbacks to thrive versus Houston will be on the ground. And Lamar Jackson's no better bet in the league to do that. So I don't see too much separation before between Lamar Jackson and the aforementioned Justin Fields this week. So I'm behind the quarterback 2 weekly consensus on Lamar. I'm just a couple spots back here, but I still obviously is a strong play. Now, Patrick Mahomes, not much to be said for our guy. He played on Thursday against Detroit. He's here. That's why I had him at three. The ECR had him at quarterback one. So it was a disappointing day for Patty. Uh, Not a lot can be said historically ridiculously poor wide receiver outing Uh sky Moore was out there very ineffective on his routes didn't earn his targets he seemed just too small in the ones he did get they all went a little bit over his head and then we don't we don't even need to talk about Kadarius stoney i also would have deleted my twitter after a game like that but um rashi rice i guess that's probably the one the one positive for the day for the kansas city Chiefs. so keep an eye on rashi rice i don't know if he's just an ad quite yet in most of your pretty standard leagues but three targets on his five routes he got a a target on five of his 12 routes ran. And of course that touchdown. So that's, that's optimistic for a rookie in the first game in the NFL. Uh Patty is going to end up finishing the week probably as a quarterback too, but we can chalk that rank a few spots below the ECR as a W for the week. Now quarterback two, I have Josh Allen. At the New York Jets, who were seven against quarterbacks last year. So it is a very tough matchup. The ECR has Josh Allen at quarterback four. So they do have him behind where I do. It's gonna be a really chippy and fun Monday night. I'm really looking forward to this game. We get to see Aaron Rodgers out there as well and see how he fits into this offense. The Jets secondary is terrifying, but Josh Allen's talent just transcends any defense for me and the fears of starting quarterbacks against the Jets. Josh Allen doesn't fall into that category for me. I think he's going to get things done on the ground as the best rusher on the team and I like his odds to go for the red zone with his legs on the big stage with so much focus being put on Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, and Don Kincaid this week. For that quarterback one spot, let's hope Damian Harris will and Tavis Murray stay away from the goal line. Let's give that to Josh Allen and if James Cook does get some screens hopefully he takes one of them to the house so we can get those points going Josh Allen's way as well. The quarterback one I have on the week, my quarterback one for the season, Jalen Hurts. I expect him to start very strong against the New England Patriots. There were twentieth against quarterbacks? They were, you know, middle of the pack. Uh, it wasn't an easy matchup. It wasn't as difficult as past seasons. This weird thing. The ECR has Jalen Hurts at the quarterback three, so they're a little behind him uh, than where I have him. But I'd consider New England pretty much a neutral matchup. New England is a tricky team this year with historical success, but a below average current roster and a low public expectations. We expect very little from New England this season. We will see if their offense can hold up against the Philadelphia Eagles. But regardless, I'm confident Yellen's going to get things done. Of course, the floor lies within the rushing attack here with 11 rushes per game in 2022 and a league-high 13 rushing touchdowns falling from his 10 rushing touchdowns the year prior. Expect Jalen to keep doing his thing. I like two in the air and one on the ground. New England did allow the second-highest passing touchdowns per game in 2022, which is the avenue in which I see Jalen Hurts getting to that quarterback one spot, doing with his legs, and then again through the air. Now that's it. We We dropped through our top 15 quarterbacks for the week. We got it done in just about 16 minutes. So hopefully, guys, for you, this was digestible. And come down and let us know in the comments how you feel, who you disagree with, who you guys like this week, and let us know your start sits or go in the Discord where our community can answer all of your start sit questions in there or hop in our Patreon for less than a dollar a week. The team, me, Tyler, why, the other boys here, the rest we are up to nine members. We will go out there and we will answer every single start sit question you have. As I said, less than a dollar a week. You really can't afford not to guys go check out our running back and our wide receiver rankings for the week with Wyatt and Tyler. I'm very excited for this series guys for the year. It's going to be a really fun one. I'm happy to have all of you guys with me. Make sure you like subscribe and go full at jwb underscore ff on twitter and we're on tiktok now so look up jwb fantasy football on tiktok we had a video go for around half a million and then we have one that is at a million views on instagram which also launched this week so look up jwb fantasy football on instagram and look for us there we're going to be posting all of these weekly rankings hopefully each week as long as i can keep up with it on instagram so make sure you're following us over there for those graphics because you're not going to get those here on YouTube. You're going to get these videos, the more in-depth stuff. I'm glad you guys were able to stick it through with me again, like, and subscribe if you are still here. And I'll catch you guys next week.